بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الله تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said O oh, you who believe fear Allah as it is his right to be feared and do not die unless you are muslimun وقال تعالى واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا fear Allah from whom you ask each other and in your family ties for Allah is ever watchful over you وقال الله تعالى اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما Fear Allah and speak words as befitting He will amend your deeds for you and forgive your sins Whoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a great success إن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم The truest word is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَشَرُّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلُّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلُّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ And the most evil of all affairs are the newly invented matters. For every newly invented matter into the religion is a bid'ah and every bid'ah is misguidance and every misguidance is in the hellfire. أَمَّا بَعْدٍ what is well known, O Muslimun, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created this world as a test. He created this dunya as, an, as a trial, as a tribulation, and as an exam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created it, He created it in such a way, لِيَبْلُوَهُمْ أَيُّهُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا So that He may test them and see who from amongst them is the best in their deed. Thus this dunya is not a permanent abode. It's not something that is eternal. Rather, this dunya is an abode of departure wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He tests His creation to distinguish between the good and the bad, between the righteous and the corrupt. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in Surah Al-Kahf in verse 7 and 8, إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ زِينَةً لَهَا لِنَبْلُوَهُمْ أَيُّهُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا وَإِنَّا لَجَاعِلُونَ مَا عَلَيْهَا صَعِيدًا جُرُزًا Allah, He says that we have indeed made whatever is on earth as an adornment for it in order to test which of them is best in deeds and we will certainly reduce Whatever is on it to barren ground. So firstly, take note, Ibad Allah, that these ayat, these two verses, they are from the two ayat wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He starts off Surah Al-Kahf, verse 7 and 8. And we know that there is something special about these, these verses, especially the first 10 ayat of Surah Al-Kahf. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, He said, مَنْ حَفِظَ عَشْرَ آيَاتٍ مِنْ أَوَّلِ سُورَةِ الْكَهْفِ عُصِمَ مِنَ الدَّجَّالِ In a hadith in Sahih Muslim, 
He said, whomsoever memorizes 10 ayat from the beginning of Suratul Kaf, he will be protected from the Dajjal. And whomsoever memorizes, but part of this ulama explained that this means that we also understand these ayat. We don't just padded fashion memorize, we understand the ayat, what they mean. And we live according to these ayat. Whosoever does that with these 10 ayat, he will be protected from the Dajjal. May Allah protect us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ زِينَةً لَهَا That whatever you find on this earth, Allah, he tells us, he has made it such that it is a zina for this earth. It is a beautification for this earth. Yani from the food, from the drinks, from the clothing, from the beautiful buildings and structures that we see, from the rivers, from the trees, from the valleys and the mountains, and the oceans and the seas, and everything else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever is upon this earth, all of this Allah created as a zinatan lihadil ard. It is a beautification and adornment for this earth. But why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do that? He then tells us, to test them, to test them, yani to see who from amongst them will be the best in deeds. So this world, and whatever it contains of beautification, and adornment, and joys, and delight, and pleasure, all of it is part and parcel of the test of this world. All of it is, is part of this dunya which is Dar Imtihan, the abode of test and bala and ibtila and ikhtibar. It's an examination, it's a test, it's a trial and a tribulation. So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can distinguish who is the righteous from the corrupt and who is the good from the bad. So let us reflect over this. Let us reflect on this, over this, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Anfal, لِيَمِيزَ اللَّهُ الْخَبِيثَ مِنَ الطَّيِّبِ لِيَمِيزَ اللَّهُ الْخَبِيثَ مِنَ الطَّيِّبِ So that Allah can make a separation, distinguish between the khabith and the tayyib, that which is bad and that which is good, that which is evil and that which is good. And after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, وَإِنَّا لَجَاعِلُنَ مَا عَلَيْهَا صَعِيدًا جُرُزًا Whatever is on this earth, we will then make it into something which is a barren, barren land, barren ground. What does this mean? Yani everything on this earth, from all the beautification, again, the joys, the, 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 the adornments, the delights, that whatever we find on this earth, where does it end up? Where is it heading? All of the pleasures of this dunya, where is it going? Sa'id and Juruza to a barren ground. Yani it's, it's, it's not eternal. It's something very sh much short-lived. So whatever is on this earth is, is, has a very short period of time that, that it will last. And after this, the slave will then meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah by himself. Laysa ma'ahu mimma kana yamliku. He won't have anything that he used to possess in this world. The only thing that he will the only thing that will accompany him when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be his deeds. Will be his deeds. Whether his deeds were good or bad, but his deeds will be with him. 
his deeds will be with him in his grave and his deeds will be with him when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. So this world, whatever is on this world, it's only something that is heading to, a, and it only has a very short period of time before it's, it's finished. But once we die, those things may remain on this world, but we will leave it behind. It will not follow us to the, to the qabr. So let us reflect over this. So this is in reality the essence of this life. This life, the main objective in this life is not about the beautification and the adornments on this world. Because in reality, it's going to something which is into a barren ground, it's going to be gone. It's going to be destroyed, it's going to be missing forever and ever and it will not benefit us in the next life. The real life. So therefore, the zubda, the cream of the crop, the essence, the essential part of this life, the most blessed part of this life is the righteous deeds and the obedience, the salihat, the ta'at that the believer fulfills, that the believer does for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is that that will bring him glad tidings. It is that which will bring him pleasure the day he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the Salaf, Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, rahimahullah, he was asked about this ayah, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا A similar ayah in Surah Al-Mulk. Allah said the same thing. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah is the one who created life and death. Why? For what purpose? To test you. Which of you, who from amongst you will be the best indeed? So they asked Fudayl ibn Iyad, what does this mean? What is meant by the best indeed? And so Fudayl, he said, The best indeed means that which is akhlas, that which is the most sincere, and that which is the most correct. And this is what every believer should be looking for when he does his righteous deeds. And so they said to him, Oh Abu Ali, what, what do you mean by the most sincere and the most correct? And so he said, Inna al-amal, indeed the deeds, the amal, if it is done sincerely, khalisan, it's sincere, it's done for the sake of Allah alone. The person is not doing this action to please anybody else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walam yakun sawaban, but it's not correctly done. Lam yuqbil, it will not be accepted. And if it's done correctly, it's done in the proper way it's supposed to be done. But it's not done sincerely for the sake of Allah alone. It will not be accepted. So the deed has to be, he says, It has to be sincerely done and correctly done. And then he said, That the sincere, what does it mean? The sincere deed is that which is done for the sake of Allah alone. It's done for the sake of Allah alone. He fulfills the category of Tawheedullah. It's done towards Allah and for the sake of Allah alone. Not for any other deity and also not showing off to any creation. Wasawabu, he says, and as for the correct deed, what is the correct deed? He says, Makana ala sunnah, that which is in accordance with the sunnah. Yani it's not an innovated deed. It's not an innovated act of worship. It's not done in any other way than 
the way it was done by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the great sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een. So this is what the believer is after. He needs sincerity and he needs to follow the sunnah. The moment he does not have sincerity, his deed is null and void. And the moment his action is not in accordance with the sunnah, it's an innovator, it's a bid'ah, then his deed is null and void. It will not be accepted and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Ma'ashir al-mu'mineen. What the believer needs to understand and he needs to be certain of is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tests us in this dunya in two ways. Ibtila'u bin na'ma'i wasarra' He tests us through our bounties and through pleasures, through happiness, through goodness. Wabtila'u bil balwa' wadarra' And he also tests us with, with difficulty and with harm. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَنَبَلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةِ وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ That we will test you with evil and with khair as a fitna. You will be tested with good and bad. That's basically what it means. You will be tested with evil, with bad. Things will befall you. Things will afflict you. Things will happen to you. That, that you are not obviously pleased with. It's something that's technically bad for you. And you will also be tested with khair, with goodness, with bounties, with what we see as something that's good for us. But in reality, it's also a test for us. It's a fitna for us. وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ And unto us will be your return. And this is Surah Al-Anbiya, verse 35. So this is something that we always need to keep in mind. A fitna is not only bad. A fitna is not only something that's evil. It's not only something that seems to be harmful. Yes, that is also a fitna, but fitna can also be in the, in the khair, in the goodness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon us. So the believer has to be balanced in his approach, that he understands this world is entirely a fitna. That anything can become a fitna. Our children, our wealth, our families, our spouses can become a fitna in the way that we deal with them, in the way that we, in the attention that we give to them. Do we spend more time with them? Do we invest into them as opposed to investing into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Are they becoming a, a distraction to us such that we get distracted? from the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from our obligations to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in many other ways. But the believer, he's aware and he takes note that fitna comes in both ways, bishadri wal khairi, in evil and in goodness. However, the mu'min, the true believer, in both categories of tests, he is upon goodness. In both categories of tests, whether it's good or bad, the believer is upon goodness. And this is where the Prophet wasallam so beautifully said in the hadith of Suhaib ibn Sinan, which is in Sahih Muslim, he said, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرٍ مُؤْمِنٍ إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٍ وَلَيْسَ ذَاكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنٍ he said, amazing is the affair of the believer. For indeed, 
all of his affairs are good all of his affairs are good and this does not apply to anybody except to the mu'min except to the true believer in asabatu sarra'u shakara fakana khayran lah if some goodness comes to him if some goodness reaches him he is grateful for that and so this is something good for him wa in asabatu darra'u sabara fakana khayran lah and if some harm comes his way if he before if some difficulty some sickness some disease befalls him any type of harm or difficulty befalls befalls him sabara he patient he has patience and he patiently and perseveres he patiently perseveres he patiently perseveres sabara fakana khairan lah and so this becomes something something good for him and this does not apply as we said to who except to the to the mu'min for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he does not decree for the mu'min except goodness ajibtu lil mu'min in another hadith rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said i'm amazed at the believer for allah does not decree for him except goodness but the believer he's balanced and he understands that when the difficulty comes when the harm comes he says alhamdulillah ala kulli hal we thank and we praise allah under all circumstances and he realizes this is but a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it's a sickness, whether it's a disease, whether it's loss of wealth, whether it could be anything. But he understands this is nothing but a test from who? From his creator. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us and made this dunya as a test to see and to distinguish between the, the good and the bad, the righteous and the corrupt. So we in reality, we need these tests because the test is a purification for the believer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wants the best for, for, for his beloved slave. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala realizes that through the slave's actions, he will not achieve Jannah or he will not achieve high ranks in Jannah because he's lacking in his, in his deeds. And so Allah, out of Allah's mercy, out of Allah's kindness he says to the malaika subbu alayhi balaan send upon him tests and difficulties and trials for what reason and help him be patient with that and so the believer he gets tested in various ways in various ways there's so many ways that we can be tested but he then bears patience and because of that patience, Allah forgives his sins. And because of that patience, Allah raises his ranks. And had it not been for that test, then that believer would not have reached those ranks. Subhanallah. So this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works with the believer. Allah is al-latif. He works in subtle ways that we do not understand. So we may think this is something bad. Perhaps you think something is bad for you, but in reality is, it is good for you. And sometimes we think something is good for us, but in reality it is bad for us. And so Allah keeps it away. Wallahu yahlamu wa antum la ta'lamun. Allah knows whilst you do not know. Allah knows whilst you do not know. So amazing is the fear of the believer. For Allah does not decree for him except goodness. Wallahi, this is something we need to always keep in mind. And this is the difficulty. When the test comes, it's difficult. It's difficult to be calm, it's difficult to be patient, but 
the believer needs to be grounded and he needs to always bear in mind this is the decree of Allah this is the decree of Allah this is the decree and we carry on Alhamdulillah this is what Allah wants and we carry on and we've seen it today MashaAllah Tabarakallah so many of the Muslims they get we know what's happening with the with the COVID-19 and the coronavirus going around so many Muslimin are afflicted and have been have the, the virus have, has, has overtaken them and we don't hear except that they are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala people have lost loved ones we don't hear except that they are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepting the decree of Allah and this is the true believer and you will not find this except with the believer walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen and a beautiful dua that we learn in an athar in a narration is to say Allahumma inna inni as'aluka al-rida ba'da al-qada and this is what we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times oh Allah I ask you for pleasure I ask you to be pleased after you decreed whatever you have decreed yani I ask you to make me of those who are pleased with your decree Allahumma inni as'aluka al-rida ba'da al-qada so after your decree I ask you for pleasure yeah, meaning whatever you decree for me make me of those who are pleased with it this is something that we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. So amazing is the affair of the believer. When he receives goodness, he has, he's grateful. So he gets the reward of the shakirin and the hamidin, the people who praise Allah and the people who are thankful and grateful to Allah. It's a special status. So the believer, even though he's getting something good and he's, because of his gratitude, he has a special reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when he's afflicted with difficulty, when hardship befalls him, he has sabr. And so he's written to be of the sabirin. He is written to be of the people who are patient. The people who persevere. And there is a special reward for that. Subhanallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like he tests us, as we said, with goodness, with joy, with happiness, with bounties and blessings, he also tests us, as we said, with difficulty. And Allah mentions this in another verse of the Qur'an. In Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 155 to 157, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That we will certainly test you with khawf, with fear, and with hunger, and with a, sh- a loss of wealth, thamarat, a loss of life and crops. And again, many of us are experiencing this. We have people who are suffering due to the lockdown, amwal, a loss of wealth. How many people have not died in the last few weeks? Al-anfus, loss of life, crops, positions, fear. People are, st- are in a state of fear and panic. And hunger. We see this all around us. But what does Allah then say to us? We remember it's a test. So glad tidings to who? To the patient. Give glad tidings to the sabirin, to the people who are patient. When the musiba befalls them, when the calamity befalls them, when the difficulty and the hardship befalls them, what do they say? They say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ They say, indeed, we belong to Allah. وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ And unto Him is our return. 
and to him we will be returning. Ulaika alayhim salawatum min rabbihim wa rahmah wa ulaika humul muhtadun. They are the ones whom Allah sends salutations upon them. He sends peace upon them and special barakah upon them wa rahmah and mercy upon them. Wa ulaika humul muhtadun. And they are the ones who are guided. They are the ones who are rightly guided. Subhanallah. It is the people who have patience. And part of their patience is that when they when that calamity befalls them, they say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. And wallahi, this is how the believer finds solace. This is how the believer realizes the reality of this world. And he puts everything into perspective. At that moment of hardship and difficulty, he realizes, I belong to Allah. All of us, we are only slaves of Allah. We are only created by Allah. We are His creation. So we belong to Him and we are going back to Him. Yani whatever happened is short-lived. It may seem like a major test and it could be a major test from Allah, no doubt. No doubt. However, this puts things into perspective because ultimately everything in this dunya is fan, is going to be destroyed. Every person upon this earth will be destroyed, they will die. They have to go. And likewise, every adornment, we quoted the ayah before, every adornment on this earth is going into way, nothing but a barren ground. Its time is short-lived. So whatever we are tested with, the calamity has come, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. This puts things into perspective for the believer. And this statement is a powerful statement that we need to understand as well. Because then we will see the power in it and then it will put things into perspective. Inna lillahi means we belong to Allah. We, we, we belong to Allah. He is the one who created us and we, the one, we came from Him. Wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. And our return is but unto Him. We have to go back to Him. There is no certainties in this world. The one certainty is death and after death is our return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when the slave understands this, he remembers, ultimately I belong to Allah and I'm going back to Him. And if I'm going back to Allah, I have to stand in front of Him. And if I, when I stand in front of Him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also going to question me. I created you, O slave of mine, O servant of mine. I gave you a life. I gave you so much blessings. What did you do with your blessings? What did you do with your time? What did you do with the various blessings, your sight, your hearing, your body, your brain, your knowledge, your family, your this, your that, all the blessings I gave you, what did you do with it? So the slavery realizes the, 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 this, the, this reality that this life is a test and the answer has to be given in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so when he says, Inna lillahi wa inna ilahi raji'un, he remembers all of these things, all of these realities that's going to come. It puts things into perspective for him and he, it, it, it makes him realize, I need to prepare that answer for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I need to prepare for that answer in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hence the intelligent one is the one who takes himself into account now, into this world. And he works for that which is in the year after. وَالْعَاجِزُ مَنْ أَتْبَعَ نَفْسَهُ هَوَاهَا And the incompetent one is the one who only follows his, his desires. The loser, the silly individual is the one who follows his desires. He doesn't take heed. 
And he has wishful thinking in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does this mean? This means that he doesn't prepare for the akhirah, but he hopes to the best in the akhirah. He doesn't sow the seeds of the akhirah, but he's hoping for the, the best of produce in the akhirah. He has wishful thinking, Wallahul Musta'an. So let us be the intelligent Muslim. Let us be from intelligent Muslims who understands that this world is but a test. And nothing in this world is everlasting. The only reality that we have is that we are going to stand in front of Allah Azza wa Jal. So let us prepare an answer for our meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us invest in the akhirah more than what we invest in this dunya. More than what we invest in this dunya. We work so much for the dunya, for housing, for this, for cars, for studies. And we put everything into investing into the dunya. Not knowing when we are going to die. And the akhirah is eternal. What have we invested for the akhirah? So we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to bless us, to guide us, to protect us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are successful in this world and in the year after. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of the rightly guided and the sabirin, the patient, and of the shakirin, and of those who are grateful unto him. And Allah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate us from this virus. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure the sick and to protect those who have not gotten the virus, to not get the virus. Those who have the virus, that Allah cures them completely, grants them complete shifa and kamil and ajilan. And we ask Allah to grant those who have passed away, all of the Muslimin who have passed away, we ask Allah to forgive their sins, to have mercy upon them, and to grant them Jannatul Firdaus. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.